What is going on, you guys? It's your host, David Ramos, of another episode of Several Streams of Income. We're coming back at you guys, and today we're going to kind of resume what we were kind of talking about yesterday. Yesterday we talked about pullback. Now we're going to talk about something that's a little different. That's a retracement. Now, what is a retracement? Um, Pullbacks can happen because of catalyst or something happening within that specific stock or underlying big sell-offs or huge buys. It's disruption from the typical trend a little bit. And typically this pullback is because sometimes hype has slowed down for the stock. The stock isn't in the news. The stock is a little bit quiet. So a lot of the volatility has been quiet. So this makes it susceptible because the volatility is quiet, but also the volume is a little low. So this makes it more susceptible, especially on lower float tickers for there to be... For them to be, uh, oh, for pullbacks to happen, for specific spikes in a high or a low direction, this is what is home for pullbacks. Now, retracement's a little bit different. Retracement, there is volume, and that's actually the reason why it does retrace. Now, retracement is a war between buyers and sellers, and it's a typical, okay, this stock shorters will see, sellers will see, that, or buyers will see, or people who long in the stocks will see that, hey, this stock is a little overextended. RSI is huge. MACD is huge. The charts, everything's off the charts. Indicators are off the charts. You know, it's it's poised for a pullback. It's not like this news was super spectacular. So you'll get a little bit of a retracement, you know what I'm saying? But this retracement is also a period for buyers to come in. And then it resumes the typical uptrend. Unless it's a reversal and then no buyers come in. And buyers turn into sellers and then... Boom, but uh that's kind of what you're dealing with when the typical retracement happens now what is the difference between retracement and pullbacks typically these two are used interchangeably and you know without a doubt is there nothing really too wrong with that but retracements unlike pullbacks though will not have a lot of bullish indicators in its favor a lot of times they'll have bearish indicators, meaning that stuff is overextended in the RSI, overbought. Um, the buyers aren't there in the OBV. Uh, the MACD can sometimes show some divergence, you know what I'm saying? And this is a minor pullback. You know how... Uh, I think they define pullback as a minor reversal. Her tradesman is a minor pullback, so typically it's not as much as a pullback, you know what I'm saying? Now, typically, once the retracement's over, the continuation should happen. Now, another way to kind of think of this, too, is uh, just think, for before I even go further, understand, like I said, listen to the episode, why do stocks move up and down? But when it comes to stocks, they move up and down based on how many people buy them and sell them. Not a lot of people will buy them. It's too rushed in a hurry to buy them, especially big institutions and hedge funds and all these type of manners and places. You know what I'm saying? They're not typically too much in a rush to buy them. They're, they're just not. Now, the people that are in a rush to buy them are retail sellers. These big hedge funds aren't. So when you get these billion-dollar orders or million-dollar orders, they're not coming eh, sometimes retail investors. I personally would never put... A million dollars. I personally wouldn't put more than $50 million into one underlying slash stock. It's just, 
I think the max would have to be 10 and it just depends on float and everything. But if you get what I'm saying, a Microsoft, a Fang stock, uh, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google, uh, Tesla, all these big, big stocks, I typically wouldn't put anything. Tesla, I wouldn't put any more than 5 million. A lot of these bigger stocks, I wouldn't put anything more than 10, 20 million at one time. Because what you got with that, you're getting a specific big poop boost. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's a market buy. And what this is going to do, it's going to shoot the stock really up really quickly. Now, the how do I say this? Uh, oh, you're going to learn a lot in this episode. <laughs> that's all I can say. Okay, so when hedge funds or how do I say this? Okay, so I'm just going to go at it in the process so you guys can understand this. So that way we can get to retracements because retracements have to do with Fibonacci levels and support and resistances. So watch this. Company A puts out news. You know what I'm saying? And the news is good, right? So hedge fund A, basically hedge fund A, bank A, whatever, buyer A, looks at the news, observes the news, and does some recalculations to determine how much cash flow will this company produce with that extra news. If it's a $22 billion contract, $22 billion added into the valuation of the company. So, boom. The company is now worth sometimes $20 more, $10 more, $200 more. depends on the market cap and the capitalization. Let's go with Microsoft's $22 billion deal that went through. Because that was a beautiful options play by me. So, you can see that $22 billion adds to the market cap. You can see it was going to go from 240 Before the deal happened, it was at 232 Did the math. $22 billion divided by the market cap to understand the flow and all this other gibberish. Add $22 billion to the market cap. Figured out how much that would equate to share price. So, I said a new target price is 250 it was at 243. It was declining a little bit before after the news broke out because people bought the news and sold the news when it came to retail investors, whatnot. So, but hedge fund A understands the game. So, you know what they still have? They still have a lot of buy orders coming in for 250 because that's the price target. They have buy orders, but shorters and people who are selling it who don't like the news x y and z are still in it pushing the stock down now what happens is a lot more banks and institutions overnight understand damn microsoft is really about to like boom you know what i'm saying they do the cash flow sheets and they're like oh they're worth 252 so then boom more buying power happens at 250 now they put in a limit buy meaning it will not buy any more than 250 So Microsoft price soars, reaches. Then you got retail traders buying it at market pl- price, which is why it bounces a little bit above 250 Now, it's going to retrace back to 250 which will pretty much act like a new support until all these buy orders are filled from the institutions. Listen to what I said again. This will act as support from all the buy orders from institutions institutions retail traders push it up it retraces back to where the 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 majority of institutions and stock buyers and holders are valuing the companies because it's the holders 
who put the real valuations on the company, nothing else. So the banks and institutions value at 250. That is new support level. Now, once it breaks that, it has to go to retrace next to, to previous level because why? There is new. There was the buyers over there that never got filled on their limit. You know what I'm saying? They never got filled. Now, same thing can happen on the other side. There's same stocks, same companies, same banks can short it too from somewhere they think that, hey, it's not that worth. So when inflation happens or rumors of inflation, companies will short a company off theories and projections of inflation and debt and interest having to do with their cash flow sheets, all algorithmically, all algorithmically. So it's technically an unfair advantage, but it tells you, oh, there's going to be a ton of short orders at this price. So what does it do? It retraces. This is extremely important why we have support and resistance levels, and it's important for us to see where these uh, resistance and support levels are because they help out in the long run immensely. But, yeah, that's pretty much that. What is retracement? You got to learn a lot. And also the theory behind support and resistance levels. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Several Streams of Income with your boy, David Ramos. On socials, it is Davravid, though. D-A-V-R-A-V-I-D. So thank you guys for listening to another episode. Make sure you subscribe, download, rate, review, send to a friend. You know the deal. Love you guys. Take care and check out tomorrow for another one. All right. BB.